Welcome to the Type A Plus Podcast with me, Beth Lawrence. I'm a certified meeting professional, award-winning event planner, entrepreneur, and the classic over-prepared overachiever. I'm the owner of Beth Lawrence and Company, an event planning firm which specializes in helping visionaries organize and execute impactful experiences. Each episode, I'll be delivering bite-sized tips on organizing your business and life even during your most hectic times. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Type A Plus podcast. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend, whether you actually celebrate Thanksgiving in the traditional sense as we know it, or if you simply celebrate the time off, being with your friends, being with your family, and spending time alone on self-care. Hope it was wonderful for everyone. This week, we're going to get a little bit more topical into my day-to-day, which is my event planning business. A lot of folks ask me what you should bring to your first meeting with an event planner. So most of my clients are corporate or nonprofit uh, entities. So I I have done um, weddings in the past. As you know, if you've listened to my weddings episode, this will really be about corporate events, but there are some implications that, you know, you can uh, apply to any type of event that you're doing. So the number one thing that I always talk about with events is goals and objectives. You have to have a reason for having the event, right? Gone are the days, especially post-pandemic, gone are the days where you put you know, a title and a description and a time and a place on Eventbrite, you throw some food out and people show up. Now you have to really understand not only what you want to get out of your event, but what you want your attendees to take away from your event. What do you want them to know about your organization? Do you want them to leave with more connections or more of an education, well-rounded education on a topic? Do you want them to leave having explored a new city and taking away that you know, there's some really incredible opportunities in sister cities around the country. So the first thing is knowing your goals and your objectives and understanding that you are planning for your attendees' goals and objectives just as much as you're planning for your own. The second piece, obviously, is a budget. Um, I have done many, many creative events with either no budget or very little budget, but it's always easier to plan an event if you have an idea of your budget. And being honest with yourself, if you have $2,500 to spend on your event, then you have $2,500 to spend, and you can work within the parameters of what you have to find the perfect venue and possibly find some food sponsors and things like that. If you have $25,000, you're obviously going to be looking at a number of different opportunities for venues, for partnerships, for sponsorship. There's many different ways that you can build a budget and bring money in for an event aside from a charging your attendees. But if you don't have an idea of at least what you're working with initially, it's very, very difficult to plan your event. Number three is active social media, especially if you are looking to plan a first-time event. It's very, very crucial that you have active social media or active newsletters. You have some sort of community and eyes looking at what you're doing. Um, Even if you have an Eventbrite page that has 5,000 followers. That is a great tool to begin spreading the word about your event and creating community around what you do. 
Fourth is the ideal speaker list. Having an idea of the types of folks that you want to speak at your event, even down to their their job titles, where they they work, um, how what what stage they're in in their career, it's really helpful to know what you consider expertise and who you consider an expert and who your attendees will consider an expert because that way we as a, as event planners can start to think about our network look into our rolodex and fill out your speaker grid beautifully five is a tentative guest list or audience it kind of goes social kind of goes hand in hand with your active social media but it is a little bit different right i we know that if you have 100,000 followers on Instagram, not all of them are going to come to your event, presumably. Not all of them will even click on the link to buy tickets for your event. But you should know who your event audience is and who you are trying to attract, which goes back to goals and objectives. Now, if you have a an event that's coming up quickly and you just realized that you needed help, make sure that you have all of the things that I mentioned, but it's also really, really wonderful to have a sponsorship deck created with the levels of sponsorship as well as the inclusions in each level of sponsorship. It's also really great if you have a project management system. You have a project management system in place, it makes it a lot easier for an external event planner, freelance event planner, professional like myself to come in and really see at a glance where you are in the event, the gaps that need to be filled in, and what we're missing in terms of the picture that you want to paint for your attendees. So those are quick seven things that you should bring to your first meeting with an event planner. If you have a meeting with an event planner and you don't have some of these things, that's okay. Just be honest with them. Many event professionals are used to planning first-time events or planning a first-time in-person event, You know, for example, after three years of a pandemic. There's always going to be nuances. There's always going to be things that are unexpected, but the more prepared that you can be when you come meet with your event planner, the better off that you'll be in the end. Thank you so much. I hope that this was helpful and we will be back next week on the Type A Plus podcast. Have a great one. for listening to this episode of the Type A Plus podcast by me, Beth Lawrence. New episodes will be released each week. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at the Type A Plus podcast and slide into our DMs with questions, episode ideas, and to introduce yourself. If you like this podcast, please share, give us a five-star rating, and subscribe. I'll see you next time.